Internet is that time once again for the Making Geeks podcast, the podcast for makers, dads, and geeks. This is episode 195. We are officially on the five episode countdown to 200. Indeed. That is pretty exciting. Yeah. It's, it got here fast, but it seems like the last bit's taken forever to get here for me. I, I think the last year we've, um, there's been a lot of things happening personally for all of us, or just things getting in the way of the schedule, and we've skipped a lot. Or yeah. I, I don't even like the, the term skipped. I think that we've had to postpone, po- postpone more shows yeah. than we normally would. And I think I that's guess we'd be there of, by now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, we would. We would be at 200 by now. But that's all right. Mid October is a good, <laughs> good place to. Yeah. So. I don't know how often you guys do this, but out of curiosity, I looked the other day. When we first started, and it's probably almost a conversation for the 200, but when we first started a little bit over four years ago, um, within about, I don't know, six months, it seemed like there was about 10 different maker podcasts that were all on the air. And now I think we're one of maybe four that have survived. From that some, time period. Somewhat. Yeah, yeah. I think some others have kind of come up, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. And it's kind of cool that we were kind of like standing the test of time a little bit. You know what? Now that you mentioned that, like, yeah, I remember everybody having a podcast mm-hmm. at one point. And at WorkbenchCon, uh, the first WorkbenchCon I went to, there was like three different podcasts that were recording on a particular night. So one podcast would find one room, one podcast would record in the hotel foyer. And then this last WorkbenchCon, Everybody had a podcast. <laughs> it was, was kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a little bit of ebb and, ebb and flow and maybe has to do with, I don't know, different trends in making, but hey, we're still here. I think the geek is still strong. So how you guys been this week? It's a, this week has raced by, I can't believe it's Thursday already. I'm doing good. Uh, doing pretty good. Uh, let's see, finalizing some video content that's been taking me way too long to get done. Um, pre-planning for some other stuff coming up. Hopefully I'll have something to announce in the next month. I don't know. We'll see. Um, what else? A couple things I've been geeking out about here and there, but I'll save that to the end unless I've already geeked out about them. At this point, I don't remember what I have and haven't. Just <laughs> weeks are blending together, you know? They are. Ugh. So you guys will have to fact check me if I've already rat- rattled on like an old man by that t- point in the show. They're <laughs> blending together more now than when they were when your kids weren't in school? Yes. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't for them, if it wasn't for us eating pizza on Mondays at, at lunchtime, uh, with the kids, I would barely and and this podcast since this is on uh, we record on a Thursday, I would have like almost no weekly structure. Like it was a struggle for a little while there, like to know what day it was. Yeah, you have no like um, <laughs> consistent measurement of time because every day seems. Yeah, a, yeah I, I know the feeling. No goal, po- no goal posts or flag posts or milestones or whatever you want to call them. Yep. And uh, I, well, one thing that I've been doing. With uh, George from Technically Woodworking, this has helped the week as well a lot. Uh, we had been streaming for a couple weeks now on Twitch, uh, twice a week, uh, pretty consistently. Uh, we do it Monday afternoon at noon Eastern, and then Monday evening at 10 p.m. for a couple hours. Uh, and then we also do the same schedule on Wednesday. We have another lunchtime stream at noon, and then one at 10 o'clock till like midnight on Wednesday evening, Eastern. And we've just been having a lot of fun. That We've been looking forward to that a lot. It's been fun um, to watch. Oh, thanks. We've been streaming some Minecraft stuff. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've been talking about it on here before, but we're, uh, we're almost, I think we're, we're on the last stretch of it. We've started in the nether for those people that do play Minecraft. Um, we survived in the nether. We've finally broken through to the overworld. It's taken a long time. So we've, all the things that you 
take for granted in the primary game, so like like wheat or the sun <laughs> or water. All these things are new to us, which is kind of weird. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been up to. How's how's the response been to that? Um, and have you had people coming back? Um, over and over again and kind of see the progress or uh, certain... yeah we've had a couple we had one person consistently do a raid on us he's done it twice now uh and it's cameraman john of william osmond's channel mm-hmm. apparently he does some twitch stuff as well and it just syncs up it always syncs up to when we're already getting ready to go offline around like twelve thirty at night or in the morning and he's like hey we're here and it's like we're incoming raid party of like 25 people. I'm like, and we had like one person the whole night before that. And we were just getting ready to log off for like early. And yesterday or yeah, yesterday, uh, he sent me a message ahead of time saying, Hey, I'm getting ready to raid your channel. Are you guys going to be there for a little while? Cause we like literally logged off after five minutes of them being there last time. And so we stuck around a little bit for them. So that's kind of fun. And we've had a couple people that had joined since then, uh, come back and check it out. And also my Lego stream, as well that a couple people still hanging on from that and some folks from the original like period when i was streaming on twitch ages ago so a little mix it's fun do you think you're gonna find a little bit more of your groove with twitch as opposed to youtube possibly i don't i don't know i always have the uh the struggle of the feeling that i'm like developing another audience when i should just cultivate one since youtube also has obviously a streaming platform that we're utilizing right now but there's just so many other mechanisms that twitch uses and allows for like a tinkerer like myself to like use like with other diy projects for example my nerf gun that is controlled by a twitch audience i can't easily do that with youtube just because of the way their chat works and stuff and so there's different bells and whistles that i really that kind of keep us in the twitch space so I don't know. And also the couple times that I have tried to stream on YouTube, the uh, the audience is quite different. You wouldn't think it would be because it's just like streaming is streaming, but there's just fundamental stuff that just the way that they act is weird. Whereas Twitch, if they follow you or they like do like a, a bit donation, which costs a couple of pennies, they'll kind of often get a shout out on the Twitch stream because, oh, thanks, John671 for your donation or for your follow or whatever they get a shout out so it's a way to kind of talk back to the audience but on youtube they don't have it they have more now but at the time when i was doing it they didn't have a lot of functionality that was equivalent to that so people would just jump in the chat and say they'll just literally type say my name can you say my name on the on the stream and it's just like a fundamental this is the first thing i could think of as a difference but just a fundamental difference there just in culture which is odd but it's a constant struggle I go with, go through myself, but I know we're going to try it for a couple more games. Uh, George and I, we might adjust the schedule here and there, but, uh, well, I'll talk, I'll leave one of them for my uh, geeking out, uh, as well tonight that we'll hopefully go to after Minecraft is done to keep it, keep it going. Yeah. What have you been up to? I am finally finished, at least with the, uh, the planning part of the, the circuit board project that I'm doing, which if you're on the live chat right now, you can kind of see that I'm holding up. Nothing has physically changed with it in terms of the wiring or anything like that, but I finally got the code to work correctly. So now I just have to build an enclosure, film a video, and finally be done with it. So all the, uh, all the nervousness and anticipation of having to do it is now kind of resolved. And I feel like I understand a lot more about all of that than I did before. Um, and it's a it's a pretty good feeling. And the past couple of years of teaching coding has has really helped my understanding of of the structure. And then yeah, the rest of it really wasn't bad. And there are so many resources online that I really didn't have to write anything from scratch. And I, I took something that was actually I took three different programs that already existing for the different pieces I used. And because I familiar enough with the coding now, I was able to put it together and, and make it work. So that's, that's kind of nice. Did and you decide kind of... whether or not you're going to add a sound element to it, or is it just going to be lights and messages and whatnot? Um, no, I'm not going to do the sound. I, I could probably figure that out because it's it's probably you know two or three more lines of code. Um, I just don't think that 
I don't want to push it th that far. I mean, I can make it really ridiculous, which would feature, probably feature creep. Yeah. I mean, it, it probably would make it better. It would make it funnier. But I have I have other things that I'm planning on doing to to help with that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I just I need to get it done at this point. It's not, you know, unfortunately, it's not something I'm really passionate about. It's something that I agreed to do. It was a pretty good learning experience, more than the little robot that I did. Because the robot that I put together was nothing more than step one: do this. There wasn't really a whole lot of extra knowledge gained in it, um, even though the thing was is really cool. But this. Um, Felt like I put myself through a mini class with Arduino, mm -hmm. and that alone I think is was probably worth it right now. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping to film that this weekend, be done with it, and then I can finally move on to the next projects, which is some things we might talk about today. So I'll I'll kind of cut that short and pass off to Donovan. How about you? That would have been such week? a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> it, and then it, I got but... I got to go and mess it up by throwing it back to what I'm. Um, I, since I'm done with the Playhouse, um, there are a few projects that I have, uh, been, that have been on the back burner for far too long, uh, that I just haven't had the time, effort, energy, and motivation to finish because I've been trying desperately to get that done. But now that that's done, um, I want to go back, I want to finish those projects, make videos out of them, so they'll be smaller, quicker videos, uh, as opposed to the big, the big project. Uh, and I, up until the end of the year, I kind of want to make a goal for myself that all the projects I do from now until January, uh, I have to give myself the constraint of not spending any money because <laughs> I spent a lot of money on that playhouse. And so I want to see what I can come up with if creativity through constraint can force me to make something cool, even if I'm just using the stuff that's around the house. And with uh, Halloween and Christmas, Christmas especially, coming up, that'll be interesting because I have ideas for Halloween and I have ideas for Christmas. And it's just trying to figure out how to make them, how to make them out of scraps and mm -hmm. what little filament I have left and stuff like that. I'll, I'll make it work. I'm sure I will. But creativity through constraints, hopefully. And it's appropriate because you're wearing a Game Boy. Uh, shirt. So that's sort of like a testament to that very mantra. <laughs> I know. That's another project. <laughs> mm -hmm. That should be our first project of the year. Okay. Is that Game Boy? I'd be ready to spend money on projects again after that. So it'd be easier <laughs> to make that. Donovan, you mentioned something really interesting that I think is a really good bridge into our topic for today. And you said from now until the end of the year. And you gave yourself that constraint. And I think that's, you know, uh, like I said, a good bridge into our topic of, you know, looking at the things that we want to be able to complete between now and, you know, will inevitably be 20, 2021. So projects we want to complete, things that maybe were left unfinished because of COVID or, you know, fires or anything else that's going on right now in the world. Koalas dying or, I mean, killer hornet, murder hornets or... I mean, so many things. Yeah. What, how do you? How does one choose what calamity to uh, blame their lack of progress on? <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine we're probably going to have a, a couple of different projects that we'll we'll kind of talk about. So, um, I guess I'll go first with mine. Before I took on the um, having to do the uh, the circuit board, and before I had to go back to work, I was almost halfway through um, a project for creating a custom. Um, chess type game. Um, it's based on a, a modification or a derivative of chess called All Queens Chess, where you use all queens pieces. And I was changing out the queens to be, they're kind of facsimiles of, uh, or almost like an abstraction of Maleficent. And I was using that as kind of like a base. So I got the 3D model working. I designed, you know, all the files I needed to, to laser and cut and went back to work and had to do this other video. So that was kind of on hold. So that's the first one I need to finish um, once I finish this current one and might see if we, I don't know where it stands legally because they're not an exact replica, a replica of the of the character. I might make a couple of them and try selling a couple too at the same time. Well, we'll see if I can batch those out. Did you ever get the stringing issues taken care of? Because the last story that I remember watching there was like stringing between the arms and the horns. 
Did you ever get that figured out? Um, I get stringy every now and then, but you know, I I clip that off really easily. That isn't as big of a problem because the, the print itself is it was a pretty good quality. Um, I have a I have a pretty clean. Um, I already have them all. They're already all three printed. I think I have ten of them. No, fourteen, something like that. They're all, they're all pretty clean, so it wasn't too much of an issue after I finalized the file. Cool. After hearing about that concept, I really want to try it. Because I love chess. I'm no good at it, but I love chess. But I don't have anybody here to play chess with, unless I teach my kids how to play chess. But then they'd probably beat me. So I don't know how motivated I'd be to play it. But I still love chess. No, that would try, be fun to try play out the, Try out the all-queens chess. Mm -hmm. I, it's not quite the same thing, but there's still a lot of strategy involved. The games are a lot quicker, and I tend to enjoy it more. And it's easier to, to learn if you've never it played is. chess before. Yeah, it, it's almost like a halfway point in, in some ways between checkers and chess. But without king you. Do you queen yes. you? Queen, queen you. <laughs> it, actually, you know what? A, a better description would be it's a mix between connect four and chess. Mm. So how about you guys? I, I, like I said, I'm sure we'll do a couple of these. Uh, the one that came to mind when I was discussing this topic is one I've mentioned on the podcast before. It's that damn box stares at me from the hallway <laughs> uh, from about my uh, five o'clock of where I'm sitting. At least it's not out of sight, out of mind. And I put it there on purpose and I knew as soon as I set it there that the next, like when I bought this thing years ago, ugh, almost, almost two years ago, I think um, that it would sit there. I just knew, but I've allowed myself to have, other things come up, and at the beginning of the year, that was one of my goals. Like this year, I'm going to do this. And at WorkbenchCon, there was an opportunity to do that thing for the first time, and I did that thing for the first time, and that motivated me. Then I got home, and then everything, like you know, the common story, all this stuff happened. Like literally, that was the last event that we that I went to. Probably the last time I high five somebody that wasn't in my direct family, which is crazy to think about. And that's welding. So I have this flux core welder. I did flux core welding at WorkbenchCon. They had a guy doing a demo. Uh, forget the company, but they sold the masks, the face shields that you would wear. And they just had you know, a little booth set up or a little truck set up with a generator and stuff outside. And you just come by and do a couple beads. And that was the first time I'd ever done it. And I was like, yeah, this is awesome. I'm going to do it. And Anthony was out there from uh, I Like to Make Stuff and 4B. And Josh was out there. And there's a bunch of people like, yeah, we're going to do this. Yeah. And then I, and there it sits. Because, you know, it's like that thing like, well, it, this is February. So it's a little bit too cold to go out there and go welding. And then blah, 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 blah. Oh, there's a pandemic. You should stay inside. And then. Is this you talking to yourself? Yeah. This is okay. my inner mind. Yeah, I sound like, yeah, that's what I sound like to myself. Um, and then, of course, in the summer, it was hot. Like, I don't want to get all that stuff on, plus a face shield, this and that, sweat beading down my face and blah, blah, blah. So now the weather's cool, except for this tropical storm basically barreling towards me right now. But, you know, typically the, the weather is nice. Uh, it's 70s. I've got a sweatshirt on for the first time since WorkbenchCon, probably. I'm jealous. It's uh so I have no excuse. I need to do it. I'm 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 kind of scared of it, to be honest, because like I say, I don't know what I don't know. I've done a lot of video, watched a lot of videos. I did it there. I tried to ask the guy, you know, the questions that I had, my hangups and stuff, and he answered everything. It wasn't as complicated as I thought. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I just got to do it. So that's my goal for this year: is to weld something else either a, a box or a cube or a picture frame or something. Get it out of the box. I don't even know the thing works. It probably doesn't even work. I got it at Harbor Freight. Like, let's be, let's be honest here. It was like $89. Well, well, have an expiration date. They, they probably <laughs> do from Harbor Freight. There's a born on date. <laughs> so 
once it is accept, uh, socially acceptable to do so, do you have a, a friend or somebody close nearby that could just basically you know, watch over your shoulder as you try it for the first time? There, there are a couple people I probably could. I'm wondering if that would help you kind of oh, get the ball rolling. Yeah. And that, that was a, sort of related in a way because I have this local maker group, and for months we would keep bringing up this one facility that was in Raleigh just not too far from where I live. And it was sort of like a maker spacey kind of thing where all they have is like metalworking stuff. And they were looking to expand over time to add like the woodworking shop and all the other parts. And you could take classes for like 50 or 60 bucks for like a couple hours of hands-on one-on-one, you know, time. And just never, I'm like, well, that, that resource is there. You know, I'll, I'll take it if I need it. Oh, that looks good. Yeah, let's do that this month or that month. And then everything got canceled. So, I don't know, I have an excuse for every excuse. <laughs> so I just need to shut up and do it. Like, yeah, that's my thing. And yeah, I could probably call upon somebody, but then it just allows another window of, well, his schedule wasn't free or, you know, whatever, right? So it just, it's let, just going to allow let's me Let's be to... honest with ourselves here. If yeah. anybody knows anybody, Wes knows somebody. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I could probably get somebody to do a like a, a Skype call yeah. or Zoom. There's a welding on Zoom, right? There we go. Where's that Twitch channel? Yeah. Weld with Wes. There you go. <laughs> well, I've, have, uh, yeah. I've got... So the couple of the projects that I'm working on now is... Um, I've got that Zelda um, map cabinet that I started... I want to say a year ago. It was a long time, probably not a year ago, but it was several months. And I started this this um, this cabinet, and I was going to do one all with hand tools and one with all power tools, and then that kind of got pushed by the wayside. And so I want to finish that. I'm not going to do the two different versions uh, because instead I am tattooing the same map on a pair of shoes. So I'm going to incorporate the map on the cabinet and the map on a pair of shoes and have it as one video rather than doing the two separate videos like I was originally going to do. And then I'm also um, uh, I'm making a little NES cartridge, a wood NES cartridge, uh, and making it look like Monkey Island, if you guys know Monkey Island. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm doing... I finally got, I, I don't know why I didn't even say this before. I finally got my laser cutter working. <laughs> I was so excited. I, I literally had to rebuild that thing. Um, and like, um, and it put it back together. I got the bed leveled. I got everything. I got everything working. So Needless it's actually say, cutting something without it cranking it to a million. cutting something. Okay. I still have to fiddle around with it because I feel like it's singeing. Uh, a little too much uh, so I don't know if the power is too high and the speed is too low or I just need to up mm -hmm. the speed because the power is there's still some tinkering that I have to do with it but it's cutting and so I'm I'm cutting out these little inserts for the for the the picture of the NES cartridge to be um, to be this little mm -hmm. tiny diorama of like Monkey Spitfire Island. lab style yeah like Spitfire lab style that kind of yep. thing mm -hmm. And uh, and so those are those are two projects that I'm working on. But next month is Halloween, and I'm really excited because I'm like, you know, I have this ability to make cool stuff, and so there's no reason why Halloween shouldn't be a really good excuse to make cool stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, my daughter really likes the haunted mansion. She's been into haunted mansion lately because um, I've been telling her about the the old ride at Disney. And the uh, the radio drama that they put out, um, I had the record, my mom's record player, and I had the the record of the original Haunted Mansion that Disney did back in the 1960s, I think, 70s, I don't know, before my time. But it was I used to listen to it all the time. Did you guys ever listen to that? I, didn't I don't think so. I, I will find the link and send it to you because it is it's a radio drama of the story behind the Haunted Mansion ride at Disney. It is super cool, um, and it gives more context to the ride, if you've ever oh, been on okay. and remember the ride. Mm -hmm. 
and uh and so i've i've been introducing her to all of that and um you know we watched the the new remake with eddie murphy and my son's into mandalorian he wants to do mandalorian for halloween and each of us can make a mandalorian mask and uh kind of like sabine on star wars rebels like we can each like paint it our own unique style so we're we're own our mandalorian but we're all mandalorians and so I was like, you know, what would be cool is if I mixed the Haunted Mansion and the Mandalorian. And so I had this idea to do the Haunted Mandalorian Mansion for Halloween this year. So come up with the Haunted Mansion style decorations, but it's Mandalorian. So instead of you can always go my way, like this is the way. Um, have have like the the horned rhino. Uh, as an emblem on like the gravestones instead of the the normal heads and stuff like that just different ideas for halloween so that is super exciting and um every year i do the 12 days of geekmas where i do 12 projects in 12 days that are christmas related um and i'm i'm super excited for my ideas that i've got this year so I don't know if I want to focus on anything else beyond that because those are going to be so full, full play yeah those are going to be so time consuming Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's literally everything I have from now until the end of the year, unless I do a highlight video too of 2020, which may not be much considering I've had a huge <laughs> gap in between some of my projects. But I might do anyway. For your highlight video, you should just have like uh, some kind of link that says "Go watch the Zelda house build." <laughs> dumpster on fire. <laughs> or I could be, or that I too. could do like what I did in 2020, and like have little snippets of, of, uh, you know, projects, and then snippets of, I don't know, some comedic variation of, like social distancing or stay in place or like something like that, mm-hmm. just to poke fun at the situation that we're all in. I don't know if I'll do that, but it's an idea. Huh. Aside from know. the aside from the chess set that I I mentioned, I have. Like all of us, we have probably at least, you know, 20, 30 projects in our head at any given time. I also have, like, categories of things. There's, like, furniture and things I need to make for the house, which I hate because I'm not really passionate about it. Um, You know, I I need to make a couple benches. I need to make uh, a couple stools and stuff, which it's not that interesting to me. If you put a geeky spin on it, would it be interesting to you? No, because I have no interest in sitting on something just because it has, you know, something carved in it that, you know, resembles something geeky. Um, putting it on as a as an afterthought, it, unless it is really, it would have to be really, really unique um, that's completely done in the style of something that lives, you know, that is within a game. You know, like like the house, the, the playhouse that you're building would be an example of that, although an extreme example of that. Um, I don't think there's any specialized chairs in any of the properties that I that I'm really crazy about that's worth that kind of time and effort for me. Um, but I I do have a passion project that I do want to get to that I mentioned before on the show, and that is what I'm calling the secret picture frame, where it's a picture frame that opens um, and features something else inside, and it'll be an album of uh, from George Carlin on it. And when you open it, on the inside is uh, a picture that I because I met him in person. It will be a picture of he and I in there, along with some other material that he autographed. But then, written in black light ink, will be the seven <laughs> words that you can't say on television. Nice that he also made famous, and it'll be written in black light ink because I don't want my kids seeing it. But I'll pass the the black light it. flashlight to my friends so they could go up there and see it. And I, how, I've had how that. would you say that in the video? How would you show that? Like to still be family friendly, you just have it like. Blurred out, bleep it out. Purple (laughs) blocks, like pixels or something. Uh. So both of those things. Yeah. I I I kind of want to say it, but bleep it. Uh Um, I also want to show it glow in the dark. And I was trying to figure out, you know, maybe I would, maybe I would superimpose like a glowing text of like, because you know the, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the seven words. I'm not going to say them right here because I don't want to have to go back and bleep them in the edit. But I would come up with different words that. They would take sounds the place sim- of those, you know. Sounds like, similar, but are yeah. like completely like kosher. Yeah. Yeah, like fudge, um, can't, <laughs> crummy. I, I don't know something. You know, <laughs> not not too close, but but still being somewhat comedic at the same time. You know, fiddlesticks. I, I don't know. 
<laughs> Maybe that'll be um, the, the funny part or something I'll try to do with it. Or you say, it's a good thing I'm not on television. Then just like roll off. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> Nicole has you, a good recommendation. She says, use the good place words. <laughs> you know, I don't know what those are. I don't watch that show. It's It's fantastic. Oh, you should. I will have to look into that then because that sounds like a good uh, substitution for that. It's wonderful. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Bullshirt. Bullshirt, yeah. What the fork? I'll, I'll have to tread carefully because I have a lot of students that I know that are following my stuff right now. And I don't want to have to, I don't want to come back and bite me either. So <laughs> I'll, I'll try to get creative there. True. <laughs> Let's Are you guys hopeful you. about all the stuff that you got from now until the end of the year? Define hopeful. <laughs> well, sometimes you talk about like motivation and having having motivation to do something, and having projects to look forward to helps with motivation. But does that make sense? Oh yeah, yeah. Just, I, I think I'm missing that bridge between motivation and action sometimes. Because mm-hmm. I, I have the mental motivation, but sometimes I don't have a physical motivation. Or just like I'm in my head, like, oh yeah, that'd be awesome. But then I'm I'm, I'm still sitting in front of my computer playing Fallout or something. Yeah, <laughs> I hear that. Huh. Um. Yeah, I've got a handful of, I mean, laser engraving videos, but those are not terribly exciting. They're just they're exciting for people that have never used one, uh, but they're not exciting for me since I've been thinking about them forever, so they're not that fresh. Um. You've already talked yourself out of them. Yeah, somewhat. I don't know. I've got a, uh, a silhouette cameo now, so I think I might use one of those for a project since I never had that featured. Um, That's cool. And also to allow myself to use it. Uh, I did one thing just to make sure it worked. And I got it for free, so it's like I have no excuse. Honestly, like, it's... I use mine all the time. Yeah? Like, it is ridiculous how much I use mine. And every time we go to Target uh, in that little, yep, that Crafty little area. dollar dollar death trap area. Oh, the first area, yeah. Yeah, they they it is Spot. sometimes they do, um, but sometimes they have uh, packs of the twelve by twelve vinyl. Oh really? Um, with designs, I just bought a bunch of like Halloween themed ones, because huh. um, it's I I enjoy it. I would not think at all that I would enjoy vinyl plotter cutting stickers or decals or whatever. It's just, it's fun. And for me, like my parents had a a sign shop when I was a little kid and growing up uh, for years. And so growing up, I, they, I would help them like weed out designs on, on signs that they were making or t-shirts they were, they were pressing and stuff like that. And so I have experience in it and um, my parents got me this, this little, mine's a brother. Mine's not a mm-hmm. cricket, right? Cr- cricket does a silhouette. Yeah. yeah. Or no? silhouette. That's like a variant on it, isn't it? Or a variant. Yeah. It's, it, like a, it's the same line. thing. It's a little plotter. Yeah. And I, when I first got it, I was like, huh, okay, cool. This is, this is awesome. Like it's a maker tool. I didn't think I would use it as much as I did. I have, but Almost every day I use this thing because <laughs> it's so cool and it's so easy and it works. And for me, that combination is just, it's magical. And so there's so much stuff that I've made with, with mine. It's sitting right here. That's why I keep looking over here. <laughs> but you would be surprised the, yeah. the things you could make or be motivated to try and make with it. And if you need vinyl, my parents gave me all their old vinyl from their sign shop. I have a whole rack right really? above my computer right here with just rolls of vinyl. Huh. So if you need vinyl, let me know. Well, that helps too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll be my Josh with the walnut. Yeah. Right, exactly. Cool. What can I, what do I have in spades that I can give somebody else? <laughs> I'll give you a roll of filament. How about that? That is fantastic because I have like this much white. There, and that's we, it. there we go. <laughs> you didn't spend, well, you had to spend on shipping, but we'll, we'll work that out. That's all right. <laughs> we'll barter. I already Final shipped something turn. to you, so it's your turn anyways. That's right. That's true. Yep. 
I showed up. We had uh, we had visitors come and check out the playhouse tonight, and they're like, "Wow, look at this sign!" It's like, "Yeah, what does it say? Ethan's house." My friend made that. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> so it was pretty cool. That's awesome. Pretty and cool to and to off. think that your laser probably could have done that. <laughs> yeah, could have. <laughs> it wouldn't so have at the time. I'm such a good resource. But it can now. Yes, you are. <laughs> where I can be supplanted at any moment by a functional tool that you just don't know exists already. I don't I don't ever want to think that I'm taking advantage of the fact that you are so immensely capable and talented and helpful. But sometimes you're just Well, I want people I to take advantage you. of me. Let's go. I mean, wait. No. What? What? <laughs> no, I'm always willing to help someone. I'm I'm super motivated to help other people more so than I am to help myself. And that's probably one of my, uh, I guess it's a negative attribute. I don't know. Well, Depends on the perspective. From my perspective, it's a negative, then. but other people's perspective, that's a positive. Yeah, no, play to your strengths. If yeah. you're more motivated to help other people do stuff, why not um, team up with somebody to, to make a project together rather than try and do one by yourself? Because then you'll be more motivated to do it and you'll get it done. Fair. Sometimes, sometimes it's easier contributing to somebody else's project instead of mm-hmm. just you know, starting something off your own, um, you know, all on your own. Yeah. I think the collaborate. I kept, I keep, there's a collaboration that I was meaning to do this year. That is another example of that same thing that, yeah, I don't think I'll be able to do that by the end of the year because it has a lot of prep work that I wasn't able to get done, but. Is that the one that we had talked about earlier in the year? Yeah. Oh, It'll happen. Some... Just might have to scale it down. I'm not yeah. Sure. There also might be some reason to. I'm sure sure that we would have done a collaboration this summer mm-hmm. yep anything specific that <clears throat> other than the, the couple projects that we mentioned is there anything specific that you want to accomplish before the end of the year um, that hasn't already been mentioned or that you're looking forward to in general Donovan you already kind of alluded it to uh, for yourself with Christmas and, and Halloween yeah know. those are my big things my goal in all this is I would love to hit 100,000 subscribers by the first of the year. To start off a new year with my own little button, I know this is something that it's literally out of my control. I can't control how many subscribers I have, but I can like control how much of an opportunity I have to get more subscribers. And so that's hence the, the big push for content between now and the end of the year. Is that is That is my inward goal for myself that I have no control over. Hmm. Well, yeah, I don't. I had one project that I hadn't mentioned yet to anyone, but it kind of hinged on it was it could have been a Halloween related project because it required people to uh, knock on my door, or ring the doorbell, um, which won't happen as much, if at all now, since I don't think that's going to occur. I don't have like a PVC candy delivery crossbow or whatever people are making for. Halloween, so <laughs> or Wicked Makers. Have you seen what they made? Uh-huh. Yeah, the the skeleton shoot. That was yep. pretty cool. Um, and also requires modifying the house more than I think Catherine would let me do. But I can always reverse something, right? <laughs> I can, I can rebuild a hole in the wall. I'm pretty good at like spackling. <laughs> if we don't want the hole to exist anymore, I don't know. I'll mention it after the after the show and get your thoughts on it. Um. That's, that's kind of all I got. Sean, do you have any plans for Halloween or Christmas in terms of like specific themed projects? Christmas, no. I mean, I'll, I'll do the nativity again, except the um, the one that I did last year, I, I finally made a version that I could flat pack and reuse. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to really have to build anything new. So I don't think there's much to go off of there. Um, and that time is such a crunch for other things. I, I can't really um, do any specific projects. Halloween, on the other hand, I would love to do something, and I thought I had some ideas, but I completely forgot what they were. Um, I was, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I kind of get motivated around this time every year to do something for Halloween, but I, the reality is I hate Halloween. I hate the process of people coming to my house and knocking on the door and and um, giving them candy. I, I threaten every year that I'd rather just give them homework. Is there Uncle Scrooge a version of Halloween? Would you No, but... But, it, you know, my face should be the face of that because I, I don't oh, like look. 
I, I like the idea of Halloween in some ways. I just don't like the whole trick or treat aspect, um, and I, I don't like the the whole horror aspect that's been associated with Halloween. Um, you know, like I don't for a long time, but but I do like a certain style. It's kind of like the haunted mansion, um, that type of spooky style that still seems somewhat. Um, I don't know how to describe it. Fun, classic. Fun, classic. I think those are probably the best ways to describe it. You know, like Adam's uh, family, kind of. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it might be a little bit strange, a little bit weird, but really not not horror at all. Um, some of the what I noticed was, and some of the motivation that I I've seen that I like is some of the merchandising the last two years I've seen at places like Target have seemed to embrace that style and that sensibility more, and I, I love that. I can see that. C- kind of like Haunted Mansion, Vincent Price, Scooby Doo. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the arena that I like in terms of that. And mm-hmm. if I could come up with a project that would kind of fit that bill, um, I might actually do something for the first time. You know, they have like a bunch of record players and turntables, and or yep. like I said, it's the same thing, and old televisions <laughs> and radios and tele, you know. Oh, you know, speaker kind of stuff. What I remembered is, and I don't know how to fit it into Halloween, but yeah, I um, the Netflix show that came out a while ago, probably six months at this point, Lock and Key. I would love to take some of the design sensibilities of that for Halloween because I, I, that is a feel I kind of like. Yeah, I'm with you there. I hate horror, um, so you wouldn't think I'd like Halloween, but I love the cosplay aspect of Halloween. <laughs> so, is is Halloween the makeriest holiday? Like for those that don't typically consider themselves as a maker, do you think that's the one day? It, they have an excuse to actually make something like, do you think it's more that day than any other, like either making your costume or making decorations or, you know, just people being creative. Like I can't think of another holiday. Like people don't really make their own fireworks, you know, as much as they, you know, they they might, but they just lose fingers and just show up in the news. I don't know. I'm trying to think (laughs) Christmas. Yeah. Somewhat. But to me, like Halloween seems to stick out more than Christmas. Like, Hmm. People don't make me. their own Christmas trees. I mean, I don't know. How many gifts and make, crafts? Eh. People make a lot of Christmas decorations, though, that put out on their lawn or other things. That's true. Yeah. I'm just I, I, think that, I think the idea of making for Halloween is just different because it, it's more of a production and possibly more of a show, whether it's a costume, whether it's a haunted house. Or, There's or more variety. Else. There is. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Because mm. some people can do the horror. Some people can do the Scooby-Doo. Some people can do the superhero. Like... It's all inclusive. It doesn't so, have to be the original cosplay of snowflakes. Right? Yeah. In in years past, I have a well, we have some good friends that would go all out for Halloween and they'd make a, a huge maze on their front lawn. And I helped with that last year, uh, making different things that would go in the maze and, and, <clears throat> and targets for Nerf guns they were going through and shooting these targets. So I made those. Mm-hmm. I wanted to if things were gonna happen, I wanted to help her uh, do a um, Halloween themed escape room. So, yeah, I mean, after I did the escape room a couple of months ago, I, I really love that idea and would love to design puzzles for that. Um, but it looks like we might have to wait till till next year. And it, once somebody else is depending on me for something, I tend to um, deliver a little bit better. But if it's, when it's just for myself, um, I usually don't do it in a very good timeline. I, could, I can get with that. Yep. <laughs> what have you guys been geeking out about? Um, I picked up, we have a... Uh, it's kind of sad, but there's this store called Family Video that apparently is like one of the the oldest and most prolific mom and pop video shops around the country, uh, and they're going out of business uh, after being in business for since 1880 or something like that. Probably not that long, but they've they've been around for a long time, and they're proud of it, but they are going out of business. And so I went and I picked up. Uh, um, his Dark Materials. Um, my wife and I read the Golden Compass series several years ago together, and I, we really enjoyed it. Um, I really enjoyed it. When the movie came out, uh, it was okay. I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. Um, I do have to say that this version of the Golden Compass trilogy is really well done. Uh, and I'm kind of I want to finish it and see if it's 
if it's good enough to continue on to, to other seasons. But so far from what I've seen, uh, it's pretty cool. I've been geeking out about about it. And it's a, it's a pretty good adaptation of the books, which I really like. So that's what I've been geeking out about. Nice. I'm trying to look through some of my notes here because there's a lot of things that came out this week. You know, Apple had their, well, let's, their uh, conference. Yeah. Let's fire hose it. Yeah. Let's go. Their conference uh, <laughs> with a bunch of stuff, but I'm not really excited about it. I'm not geeking out about it. Um, Sony came out with uh, a press conference uh, showing all the details of their PlayStation 5, uh, which I'm kind of excited about, but I'm not because I'm probably not going to ever end up buying one. But <laughs> they showed a game for... Um, I forgot what the name was. I just had it up to. Crap. What was it called? Hogwarts Legacy? Yeah. Hogwarts Legacy. So it's an open world Harry Potter game. Oh, man. And it looks okay. I mean, the it, it looks decent, but they're still not showing a whole lot in terms of what is allowed, what the game really consists of. But it's supposed to be an open world type game. Set in the 1800s, so it kind of gives them a little bit more free range of, of events to kind of create because all it all takes place before the, the Harry Potter um, series. I like the idea of it, um, and I, I just think it's kind of cool. I like that world. I like the environment. But once again, because it's going to be on the PlayStation, I'm probably not going to ever get a chance to play it. But I like the fact that it's going to exist. So that'll be my geeking out for today. Uh, both of mine... Well, actually... I've got three. I'll just shoot a couple off the hip here. Mandalorian uh, trailer came out. Damn it, that's right. I was really, obviously, super excited about that. The uh, The second one is another Star Wars-related thing. So Star Wars Squadrons is coming out uh, at the beginning of next month. Uh, it looks really awesome. I always loved uh, flying games. And games that would have flying components, I would always gravitate more to those, such as Battlefield 1942. I spent so much time flying airplanes in that game, which I think I've mentioned before. Uh, it's just it's just so much fun. And then there's always the uh, Battlefront series where they have the different flying sequences that I would always try to uh, have the top play scores with and stuff. Wing Commander. Oh yeah, Wing Commander. Yep. Wing. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron uh, for I think GameCube and oh, N64, yeah. like Tie those Fighter. Really, yep, that was really fun. So Star Wars Squadrons is a game that I'm really looking forward to. It's got multiplayer. It's got some single player story stuff. Uh, I'm gonna break out my new my old joystick that hasn't been used very much. So I'll do like the Raiders of the Lost Ark kind of dust off for it to kind of un re unveil it, and it just looks it looks cool. So there's like a story mode. There's like uh, dog fighting. There's fleet battles, which I'm probably the most excited about. So you can team up with your squadron of other buddies online and play against either people, which is fine, or play against bots. For some reason, I love like comp stomp kind of modes in these types of multiplayer games, like StarCraft or others, um, Command and Conquer, and other other types of uh, RTS games. I love where you just team up with another person and you just defeat, you just beat the pants off of the computer comp uh, opponents and it just sounds fun so like they have giant fleet battles uh huge scale monumental fleet battles uh, multi-stage objective based content contests between two squadrons of five and so it's kind of capital ships that you're defending and just sounds really cool and the graphics look pretty amazing there's been a couple trailers that they came out with in the last week i think that have been pretty interesting i would yeah the cinematics have been <laughs> really cool yeah then again, the cinematics for Old Republic were amazing, but the game was garbage. So hopefully, it's not that. <laughs> Agree, disagree. I, I'm assuming it's the uh, the flight combat you like, right? Just yeah. not flight in general. Yeah, I mean, it's I like both. Like, yeah. I mean, so are you interested in all like Microsoft Flight Simulator? Okay, that, that's the exception. So I like arcadey <laughs> flight games. Okay. Yeah. The, although I like, well. Hmm. I guess Kerbal Space Program could be considered a flight game technically, but it, <laughs> it plays completely different. Yeah, which I mean, Microsoft Flight Simulator is also it's just a, a sort of different thing. Um, I don't know. I used to kind of enjoy the flight simulator thing, but it's too it's not escapist enough for me yeah. to really dive into it. 
Uh, the other third quick thing that I'll mention, I don't know if I mentioned last week, I've been watching on CBS All Access uh, uh, Star Trek Lower Decks. Did I mention that? It's a cartoon. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a cartoon that's based on... It, you always it's hear about hilarious. the A-team and the B-team of Star Trek, right? The captain's doing this. They're, they're always... They always have, like, the top-billed officers doing everything, right? What, are, what does everybody else do? Like, I want to know about, like, some of the enlisted people. Like, here, Chief O'Brien, he's, like, the only enlisted that has a recurring role at all. Like, I just want to hear about some of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. So, if you like the Orville... Uh, it's got like kind of a Orville twit kind of flair to it, where they're a little bit more tongue in cheek. They poke fun at themselves and Star Trek kind of tropes and other sci-fi tropes, and it's it's pretty hysterical. It's probably my not that there's a lot of stuff to choose from, but it's like my favorite new thing of this season. Um, I would definitely recommend it. Did you ever watch um, uh, Other Space or oh, what is that other cartoon? Space something. Final Space? Final Space. Did you ever watch that? No. Mm-mm. It reminds me a lot more of Final Space than it does Orville in terms of like tone and comedy. Okay. So if you like that, um, go and watch Final Space because I think you would enjoy that too. Okay. Check it out. Cool. All right. So we're at that point in the show where we try to point you to our website. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wes, you, was that you a question? Sort of, no, no, no. Wes made an, uh, some sort of like movement where I, I thought he was you know, trying to signal something else, but no. So, uh, it's called Tourette's man. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> Speaking of our website, uh, we have a new website or at least it's a new website in, uh, in progress. Um, it should be finished up and running within the next day or two. So if you don't, if it looks a little bit different, if you can't quite find everything where you normally would, that is why, but the contact page should still be up and running. If you'd like to get in contact with us and suggest anything for the show, um, and typically I would say you could look at the homepage for all our past episodes, but that's not quite the case anymore. There's going to be a dedicated page to it, um, and some other changes to the site that is going to hopefully take us into our next stage of the show, which we'll, you'll have to kind of stay tuned, tuned to hear more about as we get closer to episode 200. So I'll go ahead and pass it off to you guys now. Yeah. And do you, do you have, uh, ideas for Halloween, Christmas ideas, projects, something you're working on? If you do, Come tell us. Uh, find us online. Uh, not online. Find us on social media because we're all heavily involved on social media. So Sean can be found at Geek Builders. Uh, Wes can be found at Geek Smithing. And that can be found at Once Upon a Workbed. We'd like to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash making geeks for helping us keep the show in the air with their financial contributions each and every week. Every time we release an episode, Every one of you are awesome. Uh, lo- we love talking to you on their Discord server. It's it's really good to get to know everybody a little more than just this one-way conversation. So it's it's been really good. Uh, especially our top patrons, Square Splinter, thank you so much. Jordan, Rimple, and Clinton, thank you guys for your support. I want to thank everybody for hanging out with us in the live chat, which I think Buster already kind of mentioned a little bit. Uh, we have a lot of fun talking to people during the show at the same time, and just add a little bit of something extra for us as we're trying to record here. And so we're not just talking out into like a blank, empty space. The void, the void, the, the void. void. So you can find new episodes every, usually every Saturday morning on your favorite podcast player of choice. And that's about it for this week. So stay safe, stay, uh, stay cool. And be fantastic. We'll see everybody later. Try to change it up. And then it's the next slide, belly, 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 belly. Oh, there's Wes's face. <laughs> Aww.